Previously on Nerd Punches Nerd. It's hard for me to argue that it's actually a good movie, but I enjoy it. Not not for being bad, for being good, for successfully doing what it's trying to do. That's what makes okay. it a pleasure to me. I enjoy okay, it for cool. this. Alright, other guilty pleasures. So I just as a group, um the the Arnold Schwarzenegger series of movies by uh Dino De Laurentiis, all of them, Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, and Red Sonia. Uh, I, I I group as as guilty pleasures. Now, many people would probably argue that Conan the Barbarian actually is a legitimately good movie. Um, but not you though. You would say it sucks. <laughs> No, I, I'm kind of on the fence on that one. But Conan the Destroyer is definitely not good. I mean, nobody, I think, would actually argue that Conan the Destroyer is a good movie or Red Sonja. Um, but I do enjoy them almost as much, basically almost as much as I enjoy the original Conan. Um, so those, those would be guilty pleasures for me, for sure. Um, are we, we're saving the uh, So Bad It's Good list that comes later. Well, no, uh, no, no, I, I, I said think, mine. Yeah, no, you can talk about those two. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I have I have a whole different list for so bad it's good. Right. Um. Oh, actually, you know what? I have one more guilty pleasure movie. Um, and this kind of goes back to Adam Sandler a little bit. I don't know if this is. I don't think this is a Happy Madison production. Um, but Deuce Bill- Bigelow, Male Gigolo. You well, it is Happy Madison, but but it's hard. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It might have been Happy Madison. Um, I think with- it is. I, I'm I'm pretty sure the the, the Rob Schneider movies are uh, are <laughs> happy. You know the Rob Schneider. Movies, I'm pretty sure that they're 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 Adam Sandler things. Right. So that one also I saw. I watched it in the theater, and um, while I would never argue that it was a good movie, I certainly laughed at it a lot and thought it was funny. Sure. I kind of feel the same way about the animal. Okay. I didn't see the animal. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. It had, it had Colleen Haskell, who was on that show Survivor in season one, and then stopped acting to do I don't know mundane stuff. It's just kind of interesting because I could say that is not a good movie, but there was a lot about it I just found funny. So I can agree yeah. with a lot of our little oh that's ridiculous, that's stupid, it's immature, but hey, you yeah. know, right? Well, that was the thing, yep. but South Park nailed it on the head that just Rob Schneider did all these movies where he's just this ridiculous... Rob Schneider is the carrot! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, and how about... Actually, Jeremy, didn't you mention that you like Mystery Men on a recent podcast? Yeah, I don't consider that a guilty pleasure. I think that's a good movie. You you think it's actually good? Yes. Like, just straight up a good movie? I just movie. think the general opinion is wrong, that's all. Okay, interesting. But as far as I, I, I think... haven't, I haven't seen it since I saw it the first time back when it was in theaters. So I'd have to watch it again to to say if I if I actually could argue that it was a good movie or not. Whereas I know the animal is stupid. It's been a while. So that's why I say that. It is. It... Yeah. So what else is on your list, if anything? Okay, that's uh, that's pretty much it for the guilty pleasures. But I certainly have. Well, actually, no, I have one more guilty pleasure. All right. Which is the Mortal Kombat movie. The first one or second one? The first one. Okay, okay. I I, I thought it was. Actually, I think the first one I is like it. guilty pleasure, and the second one is like so bad it's good, maybe. But it's actually not even that good, even like. Yeah, enjoy- it's not. I don't feel like 
I can really I don't feel like I can enjoy watching the second one. Yeah. So bad it's yeah. good. I think the second one just doesn't qualify at all. There's no way that you I can... I remember really liking the first one. That's well the thing that uh that uh that the um nostalgia critics said, which I think was kind is of... mine. Well that's Chronicles of Riddick, which was awesome. I was gonna bring that up. But um uh I never saw I... it, but I'm actually quoting Mortal Kombat. No, you're right, that's you're right. That's good. something from Kombat. But yes, but Mortal no, no, Kombat no, no, like... I, I enjoyed Mortal Kombat. I yeah, I did too. I think well, I think really the nostalgia critics that put it really well, which I think is a fair thing. He said, you know, some people make it out to be really, really good. And he said, like, I don't think it's a really, really good movie, but it's really not so bad, all things considered. It's actually better than you expect it to be, which is true. Yeah. I remember even our, our mother. Uh, uh, one time I, I watched it with her because it was like the second time I watched it, and she watched it. She's not like into that stuff. And she was like, oh, that actually wasn't so terrible. Um, so it has they, a pretty they, they some kind of story. You know, yeah, that's the thing. You had a... thing. And that's yeah. also how I remember the Mortal Kombat cartoon. I also remember that as being well, better than you would think. I've never seen that. Oh, you should. I'm, I'm surprised at you guys. Mortal Kombat. Mortal the cartoon. Kombat cartoon? It, no, it is an interesting. It's, it's not the worst Street premise. Street Fighter just cartoon sucked. Just like the movie. The Street Fighter cartoon yeah. was awful. Street Fighter, but... they're just good video games. Oh, well, very... I don't know. I would put. Street oh, that's Fighter a good point. No, as... I did enjoy that one. Oh, Jeremy, was that going to be yours? Uh, yeah, well, Street Fighter, I think, is a good example of so bad it's good. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, it was so first great. First of all, <laughs> I think I think Royal Julia is just legitimately good. Oh, well, yes. He's good, His and in just in, in general, he's amazing. He's just having a great time, and that as we've, we've quoted before, his amazing line with Chun-Li is just, just a great movie line in general, in the general scheme of all movies. It's just a fantastic one. Okay, so if you if you enjoy um, Street Fighter the movie as a as a so bad it's good movie, that's yes. fine. I won't argue with you on that. But I will say that the Street Fighter cartoon sucked, and the Mortal uh, Kombat okay. cartoon was pretty good. If you say so, I guess I can agree with that. The Street Fighter cartoon. You guys have to have do some seen, research. I have seen some. Got to watch Street these Fighter. cartoons. No, um, I, yeah. I, how which which of the Street Fighter cartoons? So let me um, do, let me let's do that. Which Street Fighter cartoon are you referring to? I, I don't know whichever one was on at the same time the Mortal Kombat cartoon was on. Because I remember them being on, like, back-to-back. -back. So not the Japanese one, but, like, uh, an American one. No, it was totally American. Okay, yeah, then you're right. It was terrible. Okay. We're not Japanese here. All right. That's true. Um, In America, I, we only it's funny, watch. because I, I made these lists. One for Guilty Pleasures and one for So Bad It's Good. And, like, I keep pulling movies off my So Bad It's Good and putting them on the other list, on the Guilty Pleasure list instead. Um, but I think I'm down to a few movies that actually are so bad it's good. Okay. Um, and those are um, The Room, of course. Mm -hmm. I think I think The Room is on everybody's list of so bad it's good. If they've seen it, yeah. Um, cool as Ice. Oh, interesting choice. Which is the, the ice, Vanilla Ice movie. Ice, ice. And if oh. anyone doesn't know that there is a movie starring Vanilla Ice as Vanilla Ice... And written by Vanilla Ice, I is can assume. It's written is by it? Vanilla Ice. Wait a minute. I have no idea who wrote Wait it. Wait a minute. No way. It is not It is not written <laughs> by Vanilla Ice. No, okay. It's not. I just looked that one up. It is not It's not written by him. And in fact, and so, all right. So let me it tell you like a little does. bit of something about our friend But I'm just here. saying, in case you didn't know this movie existed, it exists, and it is awesome. All right. So this guy named David Stem is a writer. He wrote a couple episodes uh, of Hill Street Blues and 21 Jump Street, you know, something of Beverly Hills 90210. 
Then he writ, he wrote out, that's right, cool as ice. And then a couple years later, he wrote an episode of Boardwalk Empire, which he's also a producer for. Wow, that's quite a career. That's right. It is. <laughs> but well, Vanilla Ice did not play Vanilla Ice technically. I mean, oh, his no, character his wasn't, wasn't Vanilla, vanilla Ice. Ice. It was something else. It was just acting like Vanilla Ice. Yeah, but the point is, he is Vanilla Ice, and the whole movie is just amazing. And it's it's it's, but it is it it's the perfect example of a movie that's so bad it's good. Right? Like, my song it. is not like David Bowie's. His song is like mine's like it's totally different. By the way, that's a direct quote. That is a direct quote. I know. I saw that clip. I saw that clip. Yeah, everyone when, has. On VH1, I love it. It's like the thing with Dave Chappelle. It, 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 like when Rick James. I forget what like, year it was. But, um, yeah. I, I think it was VH1, I love the 90s, somehow found that clip somewhere, which like does not exist on the internet. Because I went and tried to look for it on YouTube, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, the clip of, of Vanilla Heights. Vanilla baby is different from Under Pressure. Um, anyway, it, that's not in the movie. Because remember, he doesn't play Vanilla Ice in the movie. He just plays a character who is very much like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> cool as ice. Um, and finally, my last So Bad It's Good movie is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Hmm. I don't know if, uh, if either of you have seen that. Um, actually, I was first introduced to that. Yeah. My dad loves like terrible movies, like bad sci-fi movies and stuff. Oh, so it runs in the blood. Hey. Yeah, it does. It does run in the blood. So, like one day he was watching it on cable somewhere. I don't. I don't. It's probably on like the Sci-Fi Network or the Sci-Fi Network might actually not have existed back then. Might have been a different different work. But anyway, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, this ridiculous movie. It's exactly what it sounds like. There are clowns. There are evil aliens. They come to this town and try to kidnap people and kill them, and then people have to fight them off. Um, and it's like just I don't even know how to describe it. It's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's all you need to know. Very good. Yeah. So, so I have actually seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I remember like they were vulnerable in their nose. I saw one late like Saturday night. It was on <laughs> TV. Spoilers. Whatever, man. <laughs> and it turned out they were all aliens. It was a great thing. And like clowns were sort of like the reason people were afraid of clowns is because it was some because, you know, it was like a racial memory or something because we had been visited by aliens thousands you're, of years you're ago. You're giving too much credit to the movie, I think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's I thought that was what they said. But maybe not. Uh, maybe not. All right. Anything else, or is that your list? No, that's that's my list. All right, so for me, it's hard to really think about what it, where does it go. I have to sort of analyze each one. So, for example, we have the movie Three Ninjas. Mm. Um, and oh, yeah, I love that movie. You know what? <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. I feel like it kind of goes into so bad it's good because it's bad, but it's so stupidly fun, and I feel the same way about Surf Ninjas with Rob Schneider. Which which Surf Ninjas was the ripoff of yeah. Three Ninjas? I yeah, it was one of those types of things where yeah. there, no, it wasn't it wasn't exactly a ripoff. It was because everything was trying to rip off Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the ninja right. popularity at the time. I mean, Surf Ninjas came out in 1993. Three Ninjas came out in 1992. That's close enough that they probably weren't... It probably was not ripping it off. Because it's just too close to really be sure about that. Now, were they ripping off, you know, TMNT? Yeah, definitely. 
They were totally ripping them off. Yeah. Wow. I could, could there be a movie that epitomizes the early '90s more than Surf Ninjas? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it's it surfs up. Time to save the world. I mean that that really that just defines the early '90s right there in the same way that like Gem yeah. is the you know yeah. the the show the defining show of the '80s. He had a Sega Game Gear which he used to cheat code the world. <laughs> that was great. Oh, it was Come on. great. That's so bad it's good. I can't give that a guilty pleasure. I gotta say, so bad it's yeah, good so for bad those two. The three ninjas, and three ninjas where yeah. the characters were like Colt. What the hell was another uh, name? Three Ninjas was the one with where like on the trailer it was like, We should run, we should hide, we should kick their ass. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a good line. But alright, okay, Rocky, right. Colt, and Tum Tum. Why? Right. Because he's got he likes to eat. It's like, oh, that's so insulting. And then they had this awesomely terrible basketball game where they used their ninja skills to totally kick <laughs> ass. It was so stupid, but I loved it. Wait, is it, this is Surf Ninjas or Three Ninjas? No, this is Three Ninjas. <laughs> but they yeah, say both, it's like, uh, okay, first, uh, first to ten, we'll spot you nine or whatever it was, <laughs> and they just. Use their We're magic not, ninja power. Remember the whole thing? They're, they're Mr. They're, they're rip off Mr. Miyagi grandfather. Remember the whole thing with Mr. Miyagi? The, the, yeah, yeah. No, but remember, remember he like at the end, his final move was putting jelly beans in the guy's mouth. Oh, that's right. That the thing. jelly beans. That was Tum Tum's <laughs> secret weapon that he always that he gave to yeah. them for luck. I, or whatever. I have a very vague memory of that. <laughs> yes. There was something with yeah. jelly beans. Well, I was. Oh, I, it was great. I remember, guys, I was pretty. I was pretty young when I watched it. I remember watching it in the theaters, and I was like kind of scared for the Mr. Miyagi ripoff. Yeah. Of what no, was going yeah. on when he was being lifted in the air and choked? Like I was right. like, what? What? What's going on? And he was being so. fought by this evil guy named Snyder, who has the great uh-huh. name. His real life name is Rand Kingsley. Rand Kingsley. And he ha- and he wasn't in very many movies, which is just a shame because he's such a great, like over the top villain. Oh, yeah. I did your grandfather, huh? Well, I'll take care of that with my fist. And he had like a great douchey ponytail. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, that's so bad. It's good for me. Like, here's right. a here's a guilty good choice. Here's a guilty pleasure. very good choice. It's a movie called Yogi's Great Escape. Now, oh, that was amazing! But it it, it isn't. <laughs> I actually so Warner Brothers has this thing now where you can get like old movies on an on demand basis. Like you pay them a little. They basically print out cheaply made DVDs, and they only make them when you order them. So they don't print anything in advance because normally the way DVDs are made is that they just make a whole bunch of them. Based on how much they think they're going to sell, right? But these are these are prints on demand. But you right. buy them. It's not like a rental. Yes, you buy them straight from the from them from Warner Brothers. That's the only way to get it. Although you could probably get used copies on Amazon. Okay, but, but they're like reasonably cheap. Yeah, though they're not so expensive because it is just printing it. It's printing it, putting it in a relatively cheap case, and sending it. That's really all it is. So okay. I got I actually have a DVD of it, you know, which is a decent conversion from the VHS or whatever it was originally, but. I mean, the movie is not great, but we used to watch we watched that movie so many times. Yeah, yeah. So many times. <laughs> oh, look. Three little yeah. yummy bears. <laughs> what? Oh, three little yummy bears. <laughs> it's unfortunate that that is the funniest part of the movie, and it's in the first, like, We're, three minutes. We went over budget, Yogi. 
Well, well, I, I thought it was, I don't know. I, I remember like even, even like the, the music I found it like very emotionally evocative. Maybe because I saw it so many times. Maybe it isn't. But I remember so, thinking. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. I, it's hard to say. It's a kid's thing. It just, it was yeah. one of those weird things yeah. that I feel like if you watch it as an adult, you think this is kind of stupid. But yeah, yeah. I guess for kids, it's still a fun thing. And we already talked yeah. about Street Fighter. And we've mentioned before about. Well, you should talk a little bit to say what the things you liked in Street Fighter. I think in general, what, what, like what, the whole thing. Well, first of all, like I said, Raul Julia is so just, bad it's good. Yeah, yeah. He, I think Raul Julia is just actually good, and the rest of it is just sort of stupid. And I like it's what I like about it is that they threw so much Street Fighter in there, all these references. Like the writers, the screenwriters, you know, the director, they clearly knew the game enough to like put stuff yeah. in there. They have so many references, but it's like one of those. It's sort of like, it's a more Zack sincere version. Well, not quite. It's like a more sincere version of like those movie movies, you know, like the you know the epic movies and the like. Yeah. Where the in, in this case they're trying to like, they're trying to do a good job. Like you know, we well, we don't want to just have a tournament, which I think the problem is, I think they didn't they thought they might have thought that's too simple. We can't just make a movie that's just the tournament, especially because Raul Julia wanted to play Guile. And they thought, well, how are we going to do that? So I feel like that was part of the problem. They were kind of chained to this unnecessary story when it really could have just been a tournament. I mean, that's what Mortal Kombat was. Essentially, yeah. it was just a story with an evil guy. And you could have just had something like that. And I think it would have been fine. It would, you know, it's not like. We've right, had that's the thing. They, they didn't have it as a tournament. In the, in the Street Fighter, it wasn't a tournament. That's, they had some tournaments in it, but. But yeah, it was I like, mean, yeah, that's what the game was. It was a street fighting tournament. So it's a, it's kind of weird that they did it that way because there wasn't it. It was very little fighting. It was very cartoonish, you know. In that, in a lot of ways, it was just sort of like a sitcommy kind of humor. But I liked a lot of the touches. I liked a lot of the sort of nonsense. So you know, yeah. it, to me, that, that's why I call it so bad. It's good because the truth is, you're gonna watch. You watch it. You're not gonna be bored. That's one of my big things about bad movies. If it's so bad, it's bad. It's because it's dull. It's boring. You're sitting mm, there and you're right. looking at your watch. I, like, I mean, you have a point. You're just saying, yeah. ugh, when is this Jack and the Beanstalk going to end? You know, you're just bored by it. And the truth is, yeah. Street Fighter, you're going to be laughing at how stupid it is, but you're not going to be saying, ugh, when does this thing end? And I think that's a difference. So that's one thing. I, we've, of course, we've I, also talked plenty about Batman and Robin. Yes. And how it's just a parade yes. of stupidity. Yes. Puns and puns and whoa, wonderful puns. And it's just it never ends. Yeah. And because the whole thing is filled with it, there's no there's not a chance to slow down for something like, oh, this is gonna be this. Like even like these so called emotional scenes with Alfred are like, This is like stupid. Wow, it's great. And then of course, you know, you have like the digital Alfred. I knew I predicted with that you would be coming down here. The password is Alfred. Oh, I forget what the password was it, but it was like that stupid. <laughs> it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, well, that's that was one of those things about the Watchmen movie that was problematic, which is, which of course it copied from the you know the graphic novel in that you know the password was just Karnak or whatever, right? But the problem is, of course, is that in the book it was that. 
Wasn't it the password was, was like Ramses or something? Yeah, it was. That's right. That's right. It was like Ramses two, I think. Ramses two. And Ramses the problem is, like in the eighties, that wouldn't have seemed so weird as a password because computer stuff was still kind of like really ramping up, and people weren't really thinking about things in terms of security for passwords. So I feel like it really is a different thing nowadays. That one, now you think, oh, that's obvious. Obviously, that's what it was. But I think in the 80s, it's a different thing. And, of course, the movie takes place in the 80s as of the book, which is one of those things that I don't blame the movie for, for that kind of thing. I don't know that there would have... Other than changing it, I don't think there was a way around that. Of, of all the things that people complained about in that movie, I don't think that was one of them. Oh, it was. I've yeah. heard that complaint. The, the main thing with Watchmen, also, I think, is also that... that uh, Ozymandias or whatever his name was um, miscast um, uh, he just kept changing his accent miscast. like American to French yeah I know I agree with it that it was just really it was it was so noticeable it was like what is going on here so let's um, talk about some things that I'm not sure where they fall one of them is wrestling like professional wrestling yeah and this is kind of one of those interesting things cause yeah it's, it's a gray area at times but then there are times where I'm just like why am I watching this I feel like it's Mostly it falls under guilty pleasure, uh-huh. right? I feel like I mean, it has see, to be. See, Usually, it's, it's really it's unless it's unless you're watching like TNA or like some you know some like really low level kind of wrestling. Like you're not watching it because it's bad and you're laughing at it. You're watching it because you actually enjoy it, right? I mean, definitely there were like athletic parts that we liked about it, but like the storylines just got terrible to the point yeah, where, well, okay. but not to the point that you enjoy them. Right, we did. Terrible storylines are just terrible. Well, well, okay. Here, here's the thing. Like, part of the thing with wrestling, and I, I've I've been known before to defend a lot of things with wrestling. But if I'm going to talk about it honestly, like, like there's there's no doubt that there's a ton of shit involved with like professional wrestling, and there's a ton of also really bad storylines. But I think I think part of it is that it's hard because it's not one singular unit. Like, oh, here's a movie. It's a it's a continuous chain. It's like a comic series, a comic book series. Yeah, well, so like, there's week. bound to be shit, and there have to be some some good moments. And they're also a lot of elements to wrestling. So I think like I, my, the main thing that I defend with wrestling is I, there are a couple things. I think the, the most important thing is that people don't give the wrestlers enough credit because they have a very unique type of performance that they're doing. That's very fluid. And it's not always the same thing. You know, some people plan their stuff out more than other people. Um, some, some people, some people don't plan it out. Some are really good. Some are really technical. Some are about the entertainment. It's like this entertainment with this kind of athleticism and this and stage combat. And I think it's a very unique art form in that sense. And really, when people are in sync with each other, it's beautiful to watch. Like Jeremy and I have talked about this. It's really amazing how they do it. Like it's when, when they're really in sync, they're really in sync. The, the moves are exciting. They're entertaining. They're engaging with the crowd. They're engaging with each other. All the different things sound good. I mean, it's not sound good. It'll, uh, look good. But the thing is about the storylines is mostly the storylines are pretty stupid. But there were there there was a certain pleasure out of it. I, I think I was also kind of young, so I, I liked a lot of it. I didn't think it was cheesy. Part of it is like. There's, there is something to be said about things that are over the top. And also, I mean, you cannot deny that some of the shit The Rock said was amazing. It was great. People were quoting it everywhere because he was awesome. He was like really like doing this whole trash talking little bit of Muhammad Ali sort of thing, you know, and it's entertaining. Are right? you say Muhammad Ali like it was just well, cheesy? Like there, there, there's something very charismatic. To it, you know? I mean, there, yeah. I, I was right. watching a little right. bit of this not so great reality show called The Hero. And by far, he was the best part of it because it was not well. Oh, The Rock was on it? Yeah, the show was not very well scripted, by which I mean like the competition aspect. They didn't really think out well. The people on the show weren't that interesting. But he is the host, 
was really good. And oh, it's yeah. just one of those like interesting things. Like he just he's just so good at that stuff. Yeah, he just has he's so much insane. charisma. That's actually yeah, something that I yeah. think people don't give wrestlers enough credit for. Like you were saying, Benji, you know, the performance elements of it. First of all, the athletic performance. The fact that it's like improvised, athletic, you know, like you said, like stage combat and, you know, in, in engaging in an audience. But then the other side of it is the, the you know, the interviews and the, you know, the mic stuff and the, what I forget what they call yeah, it. The There's promos. something like the promos, promos. right? Right. Yeah. Um, and these guys have to be good at both of those things, doing it both on camera and live. Um, yeah. You know, which uh, a lot of people are not good at, you know, either either yeah. they're they're not good at live performance or they're not good at, at, you know, like recorded performance on camera or, you know, they can, you know, they can act, but they're not athletic or, you know, they're athletic, but they can't act or, you know, something like like it requires a lot of different talents all coming together. Yeah. Um, you know, and to be able to, to be work a crowd, I mean, through through your, your physical performance and your, you know, your verbal performance, um, you know, it's it's not an easy thing to do. Not at all. And people people yeah. don't appreciate that. And and, you know, it's not so surprising I think that a lot of wrestlers have ended up in movies. Most of them have not become huge stars. The Rock is basically the only wrestler that I can think of who was a wrestler who actually became like a mainstream movie star and actually was in like a bunch of movies that weren't just like, you know, um, like stunt casting. Like, look, this guy's a wrestler. Yeah, like, Hulk like, Hogan. like obviously Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper have been in Except a bunch of movies. Except for Andre the Giant, dude. Andre the and, Giant. Well, That's yeah, a but guy, awesome. That was the was problem. I think Andre the Giant yeah. could have been successful if he hadn't passed away. Right. Well, yeah. that's also true. Also, The Princess Bride yeah, was like, just an I'm awesome movie. Steve stage. Austin was in a few movies. You know, uh, where, yeah, yeah, but they were pretty all... Right. But most of them... Bad. But he never became like a movie star. Yeah, well, he was well, never really in any good movies. That's the right. thing. Right. And The Rock is one of the... has been like... Has done a... He's been, like, for example, when he was in Fast and Fast Furious 5, which was called Fast 5, People were saying like they liked it because it was sort of it was knowing itself as stupid and he was great in it and if, and he's supposed to be you're supposed to be really good in this more recent one and he was also in the GI Joe just one of those things like you know he's getting more opportunities now to be the macho kind of rude funny guy which I think is much more interesting from him than his Disney stuff that he was doing so. Yeah, but I, I feel like there's a lot of wrestlers who could actually be successful acting in movies. Yeah. Like, uh, Chris Jericho would probably be really good, right? Right. Or um, yeah. uh, Triple H. You know, like, a lot of these guys maybe. are good actors. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've actually well, yeah, seen... Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, not, it's not the same. I would consider yeah. at this point the big show to be a character actor, because I've seen him play, like, small roles in different TV shows and stuff a couple times. You know, I mean, well, nobody... I, no. That's not what I normally think of when yeah. I think of character I mean, actor. I think a character actor to me is somebody who like plays lots of different kinds of roles and just like. Well, that's what I'm saying. He he's done that a lot, but like nobody recognizes him. Nobody remembers him. And that's what I would think of as a character actor. Really? Yeah. Because he's pretty recognizable. In wrestling, he is, but outside of that, it's just a big guy. But he yeah, act, he's sure a big guy who actually well. has some talent for acting. Yeah, he's he's not that well, bad. But he's never he hasn't been in anything significant though, right? He's been in a couple like real shows. 
It yeah. just happens. Like, he was in, for example, Burn Notice. I remember that. I mean, it's he, not like... I mean, I, mean I, think, I think it's a thing... I, well, there, I mean, you know, it's not the same thing to act and... And and do wrestling acting. That's the thing. I think also it should be also respected as a unique art form. Like it's hard. It's hard to respect it, obviously, because it's totally over the top and ridiculous. And you know, it gets associated with like white trash stuff too. You know what I mean? That's the thing. How it's associated uh, now uh, too. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, whatever. I wrestling. don't even know what um, what to compare it to. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, it's a mixture. It's a it's a synthesis of different of different things perform staged combat for an audience like the only thing i can think of is like medieval jousting you know which actually is somewhat similar it it is somewhat similar because it's also it's athletic it's actually kind of somewhat dangerous um you know but it's it's like an athletic performance where people are putting on sort of like mock combat or stage combat um have you guys ever been to a renaissance have you guys ever been to renaissance fair no i haven't yeah i've only been I've only been to one, and it was great. I've only been to one, and, and I only went. I, I went to one. It was in New York, and it was great because I got there the right moment to be at, at one of like the first jousts, and it was great because the, the the crowd was really reacting like really, really well to the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, which made me feel like I was I was there, so to speak, you know, because I'm sure the crowd was going crazy for for stuff like that, and it was definitely very highly choreographed, and it wasn't the most intense thing once I looked at it closely. But it, it, they did the same thing. They they had kind of promo-ish things. It was kind of like those but reenactments you see, you see of different of kind jousting. of things. Like um, I've been to I've been to a bunch of Renaissance fairs, and you see different kinds of things. Some of it is like very very choreographed, like you know, not not on horseback, like people on foot fighting, and like you can see that pretty much every move was planned out, or almost every move, right? And and some of that, and they do have like promos, and they do play to the crowd and stuff. Other times you'll actually see people jousting and like you can't choreograph people jousting on horseback. It's not possible because there's too many variables and it's happening too fast. Like, you know, you just have to pretty much just go with it, right? There's two people, they're charging at each other. They both have lances, you know, they're trying to poke each other. Um, you know, I mean, you can, there, there are things that people can do to fall off a horse in a certain way. Like they plan it out ahead of time so they don't, you know, get hurt. But um, but there there are there are some limits on how much you can really choreograph it. Like you just pretty much have to, you know, you have to improvise, um, and it takes a lot of talent. Um, you know, these guys are not. It's not like you can just get on a horse and be like, all right, I'm gonna go do this thing now. Like these guys. Yeah, are, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Very skilled. Well, I mean, very skilled uh, riders. All right. Well, let me talk about my final thing. Well, all right. I I feel like we've done enough wrestling talk okay, for now. Okay. Yeah. Let me just talk about my final thing. One of them was a little show. It's like Coliseums. Okay, go ahead. Which is weirdly similar to wrestling, which is called American Gladiators. Okay. And the, it was interesting because it had some weird personalities, but it also had some like attractive women on it. And I don't know, I kind of liked it as sort of a guilty pleasure thing. You know, it's not such a great show, and then it you know got canceled, but I kind of liked it. It was just one of those weird. You're talking things. about like the newer one? Yeah, the newer one. I never saw the original. Okay. I was too uh, young at the time to watch that, but you know, what, there was a someone named Gina Carano in it. Who was like a Muay Thai fighter, who has now actually been in a couple things. She was just in the she's, new Fast and Furious movie, for example. Right, but she's she's also like a an MMA fighter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's MMA. She's yeah. like a champion, actually. Yeah. So, so she's legitimately good at stuff. But the other thing is, 
a classic. Saved by the Bell. <laughs> now here's my question: Where does it fall? Does uh, it fall as a guess... pleasure, or so bad it's good? Uh, I think it depends on the episode. That's an interesting point. That's a good point. I guess you're right because some it's... definitely fall in one or the other. Because it, it really could go either way. I mean, I've seen so many. I've seen the episode so many times. I remember there was because there were years where it just was rerunning every time, and I would watch it in the morning, you know, before the day, whatever, over and over. I've seen those episodes. <laughs> you know, they kind of run together a little bit, but I guess for me, I sort of like the emptiness of it. I like the pointlessness, the the simplicity. Yeah, this is something that I can appreciate. Anyway, okay. so that I, sounds. I mean, for the most part, it sounds like guilty pleasure. Actually, I have one more. Speaking of TV shows, mm-hmm. right? Basically, the ultimate so bad it's good TV show. Although you probably might argue with me on this. Um, is of course Batman. Bat- oh, the original Batman. Yeah, the original oh. the live action Batman with Adam West. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's the, true for a lot epitome, of people. The epitome of the so bad it's good show. Although it was it was a comedy, you know, it was trying yeah, to be funny. So like you could sort silly. of you could debate about that. Like it was trying to be silly, but um, I I don't know exactly how he that how counts. that works. Maybe maybe you would call that a guilty pleasure rather than. Uh, Rather than actually being bad, like it's not like they're trying to make a good show; they were trying to make a silly show. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, I feel like I feel like I'm arguing against myself. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think part of the issue is a lot of times with the modern lens, look back and say, "Oh, it's ridiculous." But I think, yeah, like, like you said, I, I think it was I think meant they were to trying be to make camp. an entertaining show. I think it was meant to be camp and silly, and yeah, I think that that's how it was interpreted at the time. And I don't really, I feel like it's it's hard to get out of cultural context like that. So I don't know. I don't know that I think that's a, I guess that's a complicated one. Alright, well, I feel like we actually did some good revelations here. We got some stuff off our chests, uh, you know, revealed some things about ourselves. We realized that we like, like ninjas a little bit more maybe than we realized. That yeah. we all are well, able like. to talk about wrestling just like Final Fantasy for far longer than we should. As if we hadn't already talked about wrestling on other podcasts several times. Right, exactly. <laughs> we have the whole secret yeah. podcast about The Rock Fighting 709. That wasn't on the secret podcast. Uh, no, it's on What's a it? secret podcast because the link is not public. Anyway. Oh, we should make that public. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so cool. let's wrap it up. And nerd you later, guys. All right. Heard you later. Heard you later.